So you want to launch a subscription box and don't know where to start? Girl, you are in the right place. I'm Julie Ball. And I'm Renee Gonzalez, your host here at Subscription Box Basics, a podcast for new and aspiring subscription box entrepreneurs wanting to avoid overwhelm. So grab a coffee, some pen and paper, and let's have some fun. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Subscription Box Basics. I'm Julie, and I've got Renee with me, and we are back from spring break, and it's the new quarter. Like, can you believe that, Renee? I cannot believe it. I feel like a broken record. We always say this, but the year is just flying by already. I know. Even my daughter, who's in middle school, said that. She said, I feel like everything's going by so fast right now. And I was like, welcome to adulthood. Yeah. <laughs> so today's topic is about planning, but this isn't just your normal planning. We're going to talk about quarterly planning today because it's the beginning of a new quarter. And guess what? We have some great resources to help you prepare for the quarter and to reflect on the past. And I cannot wait to share this framework with you guys. So we're going to do that today. And we are going to also give you a link so that you don't have to write down all the notes. You can just print this little PDF out and you will have it and you'll be able to use it quarter after quarter. So this is a topic that we recently talked with our box besties about and walked them through this exercise that we're about to walk you through. And if you haven't heard of box besties, that's our small group coaching program. You can check it out at boxbesties.com. We will be having our next cohort starting August 1st. So you can go ahead and join the waitlist now. But the reason we wanted to share this is because this is their homework for next week. So I think, Renee, we should just go ahead and tell our listeners like this is their homework as well, too. What do you think? Absolutely. You all have homework within the next week to get completed. It is the perfect time. You can do this and we'll dive deeper into it, but you can do this quarter after quarter. It is important to stay on top of these numbers throughout the quarter and this feeling and this exercise. So yeah, let's dive into it. So the first tip that I want to give you guys is do this at the end of every quarter and The reason why you want to do that is because you're kind of straddling the past 90 days and then looking forward to the next 90 days. But what you can do too is put it in your calendar as an actual meeting. You want to treat it like a meeting. It's a CEO day, basically. You're going to grab a pen and paper. You're going to grab this printout that we're going to give to you and go ahead and check it out now. It's at subscriptionboxbasics.com slash plan, P-L-A-N, and just follow along with us. So the first thing in the four-part framework is to reflect. So we're going to look back on the past quarter, the past 90 days, and we're going to look at a few things. We're going to start by looking at your KPIs, which stands for your key performance indicators. Now, you may track a variety of things, but the basics that you absolutely have to be tracking are revenue, expenses, And then obviously, you know, how many monthly subscribers or quarterly, however many subscribers you have, but also audience growth. What does your email list look like? Are you growing that email list? If not, this is a good time to put that in the game plan. What else are we going to be tracking? Take home pay. Like this is a business, not a hobby, right? So you want to actually be paying yourself. So reflect back on the past quarter's key performance indicators. And then... Next, I want you to look at what worked well and what didn't work well. And this is just an opportunity to kind of brain dump all those moments that you are like either high-fiving yourself because it was unicorns and rainbows, or you just had your head on your desk saying, "Ugh," because there was a dumpster fire going on in your business. We all have been there. 
but we want to make sure that we reflect on those things that worked well and those things that didn't work so well. If you can't remember, simply pull out your calendar on your phone and look back at some of the things that you've done. Look back at some of the emails you sent, maybe. Um, What are some of the trends in your business? So it's really important to reflect on that past quarter so that you can make better decisions moving forward. And pulling out your calendar is such a good tip because like we just said at the beginning of the episode, it goes by so fast and you'll reflect and you'll look back and January seems like an eternity ago. And already you'll look at your calendar and be like, oh my gosh, I know Julie, you and me do that when we sit down and we reflect on the year or when we reflect on the quarter, we're like, how was that only a month ago? So it's really important to have your calendar out to look back on your social posts, your emails, because you'll there'll be so much that happened that you completely forgot about right from just a few months ago. Yeah. It it reminds me of when I'm doing my tax prep for my business and every year my accountant says, how many business miles did you put on? And I'm like, oh, that's the one thing I forgot to track. And then I (laughs) literally go back in my calendar. I don't know why I do this. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to change it this year. I'm going to start tracking it every month. And I would go back in my calendar and look to see what trips did I take? Did I drive to Charlotte? Did I drive to Asheville? Did, where did I drive? And then I have to go in and use like MapQuest or, you know, Google Maps and say, okay, how many miles was it from here to here? That's not efficient. And I'm going to take action. I'm going to change that right now. And you can take that exact example and use it for reflecting back on your quarter. Not just, not, I'm not even talking about your business miles anymore, like your travel. I'm talking about your KPIs. What campaigns did you run? Did you have any big sales? Things like that. Take a piece of pen and paper and just write it all down right now. So then Mm -hmm. after you've done reflecting, you're going to shift into our next part of the framework called recalibrate. Yes. So, and so step number two, recalibrate. And this is really just building each part of this framework really builds upon each other. You're going to look past at your reflection in your first little part of this worksheet, and then really start to break it down a little further. And you're going to see what can you eliminate. So look at some of those things that didn't work well, and you're not going to get rid of all of them. You're going to do one of two things to most of those things. You're going to see what can I eliminate? What should I get rid of completely? And then what can I fix? So if there was something that didn't work well, but it is necessary for your business or it's not efficient, like Julie was mentioning with her looking back and wasting so much time trying to see what miles she did, there's going to be those things in your business that you're like, oh, hey, I need to continue to do this, but it is so much of a time suck and it is something that I need to fix. And some of those things that you fixed may be simplifying it and making it easier and less of a time suck for a lack of better words, or it can be something that you delegate and you're like, you know what? I've struggled with this long enough. It's taken enough of my time. It is not in my zone of genius. It's time for me to find someone to delegate it to. And that could be adding someone on in the role of a VA or wherever you're, you're lacking or completely taking something like marketing or a product sourcing, taking something that really just doesn't fill you up inside and giving it to someone who specializes in that. And I know a lot of us listening and a lot of us when building our businesses, you start off with a small team or as a solopreneur, but 
And I know Julie and I, with our box besties, had this conversation too. If, if it's not something that lights you up inside, and it's not something that is you're giving yourself the best of it, and that could be for your business or personal. I know I had told our box besties, I delegate. I Instacart, I get my groceries delivered. That is something that it takes up too much of my time. I walk around, even if it's the grocery store I go to all the time, it's just, it's more efficient for me to be able to order online and get my groceries delivered. So think of things both in your business and in your personal life. This is the worksheet for that. This is the time for that. You want to move forward the next 90 days, making your plan and everything you do as efficient as possible. So you're going to see what can you eliminate? What can you fix? How can you simplify or delegate those things that didn't work well? And, and then we're going to keep recalibrating. I think this is a great time too, to tell our story of when I was first running Sparkle Hustle Grow, I was running it by myself. And this was when I launched in late 2016, by May of 2017, I felt like I was drowning. And this is one of those moments where I was like, okay, this is where I need to recalibrate. And that's when you and I started working together, Renee, where I found that customer service emails were draining me. I loved reading the good ones, but the bad ones would knock me out for the whole day. I'd be, my mindset would be shattered. And so that's when I hired you for the first time. And I think it was, I mean, what was it like five hours a month or something like yeah, that? I, I yeah. Something five to 10 hours a month. We started out really slow and just being able to delegate some of that stuff to you. And man, you were so good at that stuff. And it made me feel like, okay, I can hand that off. That's a scary moment, but that's part of what this whole recalibrate section is about is if there's things that are broken, if there's things that you don't even need to do, oftentimes we overcomplicate things. So if you can el eliminate something, then great. But that delegation, it can be so, so important. So let's finish out the recalibrate, Renee, with the last couple, and then we'll move on to the next section called reboot. All right. Yeah. So we'll keep it going. So on that same recalibrate, the next thing you want to do is brain dump a list of opportunities that you would like to pursue. And when doing this, we suggest just go big, like wherever your brain goes, whatever you want to do for your business, don't be afraid to think long-term. Don't just stifle it to the next 90 days, because the next part of that is what should you shelf for later? So you're going to brain dump all sorts of things like think big. Where do you see your business long-term? Where are you going? Why did you, what is your why behind your business? What is, has not been accomplished yet? And then really start to break it down and realistically think, oh, hey, in the next 90 days, I'm not going to get this all done. So I'm going to put some of this stuff off and just kind of put it down on paper so you don't forget about it and you don't come to this point next year and be like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. I haven't even taken action on it. Get it in writing, but know that it is okay to say this is going to be late 2023 or this is going to happen next year, but really get that stuff all down on paper. So you have a vision of where you're going. Love it. And we give you permission right now, not that you need it, but if you need to hear it, we give you permission that you don't have to do all the things at once. You'll just feel spread thin that way. Probably won't be able to show up as well in the things that you are doing. So I really recommend that you shelf things for later because it makes it easier later to pick up where you left off. It gives you all those ideas and it just takes it off your plate. Like you don't, 
have to do all the things. <laughs> and I know like hustle culture kind of tells you a different kind of story. What do they say? Wake up and slay or slay all day and stuff. It's like, you don't have to do that. Do the things that are going to make a difference in your business. Do the things that are lighting you up and shelf some of those things for later. It's okay. Absolutely. That's uh, this. Yeah. This exercise could go one of two ways. You could realize, oh, I I need to do more, but it's Mm -hmm. also okay. Just like you said, to realize like I am putting little effort or not my whole self into all these things. I need to focus down on the next 90 days and really just kill it on my box sales or or whatever that is. So, okay. So let's move on to the next part of the framework, which is reboot, which you're just going to set your goals for the next quarter. And before we dive too deep into that, I want you to remember to set smart goals. You've probably heard that before in college or a business class, or just in general, when it comes to goal setting is smart goals are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. And that's the perfect time to, to really think about what success really means to you when you're setting your goals. You don't have to chase somebody else's goals. You're not in a race with anybody else. You just need to get really clear on what you're trying to make each month, and then you can back into your other numbers. So start with that monthly profit goal. Don't start with the pie in the sky, like I want 100 subscribers or I want 500 subscribers. Okay, that's fine if you wanna get to those milestones, but why? Like, what is it about that number that makes that your goal? A better way to set those goals would be to figure out first, again, what that monthly profit goal is, and then back into how many boxes do I need to sell each month to hit that goal? So that's what I want you guys to do. Really think about that. And if you're not sure where to start with that, start with what is that take-home pay that you need to pay the bills? Like at the very least, what do you need to bring home? And then we want to recommend that you use the strategy that Renee and I love. It's called the good, better, best strategy. It just makes your goals kind of this more like the like a range, like a moving target. You get really excited when you hit that good one. You start, you know, getting motivated to hit that better one. And if you can hit that best one, it's like this huge celebration. Like you hit this big reach goal, but you don't feel like if you don't hit your one goal, you don't feel completely deflated because you've set your good, better, best goals. I know, Renee, you and I do that anytime we have launches. We did that when we ran the box business. It just, I feel like it takes a little bit of the pressure off, but it's also in the same breath, like this motivation. Totally. And I think as you march up to that good, better, best goals, celebrating each new subscriber or each new, just each new dollar you add per box to your profit margin. If you really take the time to celebrate all the little wins that lead up to the big ones, it fills your bucket so much more as you're getting there and really reminds you why you're doing it. And it's fun along the way, rather than just having a, I need a hundred subscribers, but you're sitting at 57 and you're it's weighing heavy on your heart. So if you really celebrate each little milestone on your way to your good, better, best, it really helps keep the momentum going and helps you feel better about it too. I agree. And those, when you break something down into smaller milestones, you might want to share that with your support system too, whether you have your own box besties, whether your family is your support system. I know that 
I always shared outside of my team, I always shared my goals, like these milestone goals with my daughter, McKenna and my husband, Kenny, and would say, okay, when we're going to, when we hit the good goal, we're going to do this. We're going to go out for ice cream. And when we hit the better one, we're going to do this. And then, so we'd kind of create, create these like rewards for each of the milestones. But if you do that in advance, it's just such an intrinsic motivator. So I don't know if you do that, if you share that with your family or anyone else other than me, but box besties, I know they're sharing their goals and that's what our homework to them was for this week is to go through this exercise and then share their goals with us next week. So if you guys nail down some like amazing goals, we would love to hear about it. You can always message us on Instagram so that we can cheer you on. Yes. Let it, let us be your support system. If you do not have one, because it makes everything so much better. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And the last little part of our four part framework is results. And if you're looking at the worksheet or you're hearing us talk, you might notice they all start with R E because we love a good alliteration. Yes. I tried to, I tried to get Renee as part four, but (laughs) (laughs) so I am here your support system for part part five, but part four is results. And it is super important that you do this, like Julie said, at the end or beginning of every quarter, but don't stop there. Make a running appointment with yourself. You are a CEO. You are running your business. Have a weekly date with yourself to do just this. Track your KPIs that Julie mentioned. Really track yourself towards your goals and take time to celebrate your wins, both big and small. Because if you do this every single week, if Monday you start off your work week and you are meeting with yourself and you're seeing what worked for the week and what didn't work, you're going to be so much more well-equipped to move into that week and move into that month and move into that quarter because you really have a handle on your business and what's working and what's not. So if you do all of this, do not forget this part because this is so pivotal in really helping you work towards your goals and know when things aren't working and when they are so you can really double down on what's working. Yeah, if you just look at your numbers once a quarter and something got messed up in the first month of the quarter and you let it ride out for two more months, trust me, I know how that can impact the bottom line. That's a story for another day. But if you make a mistake on something or if something's just not going as planned, then you need to be able to pivot quickly. You're a small business. You don't have layer upon layer of permissions and you get to call the shots. So if something's not working, then you can go ahead and identify it quickly through your results and then pivot from there. So that's our four-part framework. It is reflect, recalibrate, reboot, and results. And if you want to take it one step farther, Renee. (laughs) (laughs) So you can get the printout. You can use it every single quarter as your meeting agenda. When you sit down for that CEO meeting with yourself, That URL again is subscriptionboxbasics.com slash plan. We will put it in the show notes so that you can get it. It's an instant download. And then we'll also email it to you. And if you want to take it one step further for a little bit of accountability, after we email it to you, click reply when you've scheduled out your CEO meetings with yourself for the year. Like if you scheduled those now, you're not going to forget come next quarter or come Q4 when it's like game time and you really got to have your ducks in a row. So hopefully this will be helpful for you guys. I know sometimes 
when we're solopreneurs, we don't have a team, or if we just have a small team and we're expected to lead it, having something like this printout can be such a game changer when you plan the work and you work the plan, you can expect to see better results. And we are here for you guys. And do not just listen to this episode and that is it. Take action. Um, go to the URL that Julie mentioned, subscriptionboxbasics.com slash plan. Do the work. We are here for you and we're cheering you on. It's going to be a good next quarter for everyone. Yes. Wishing you so much success in Q2. Thanks for listening today, guys. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.